Welcome, welcome to the Black AF1 Pod. I'm your host, Roy, and my ever effervescent in the pink and the green, just looking. Mm. Pink and green sounds so <laughs> disgusting. I look terrible and you're flying because you're late to recording and you want to make me feel good. <laughs> I look dreadful. I have a sore throat, no, like everything is just ugh. But it's recording race day, race evening. So if this doesn't get to you by Thursday, it is the fault <laughs> of this Kenyan man. Do yes, hundred percent. Come to my mentions, go to his mentions and talk to him. I am recording this <laughs> Sunday morning for Roy Relay, okay, afternoon. But yeah, I say, it's three. He has enough time to get it done today so he can focus on his actual job from Monday. But watch him procrastinate and then be like, mm, sorry, I didn't get it done today. I was doing office work instead of getting it done tonight. But you know, oh, it will be done tonight. The Roy Boy 44, <laughs> if you need to direct your anger at the lateness of the episode. But if the episode is on time, ignore all this nonsense. <laughs> and and give me praise, please. Heat me with praise. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Anyways, Listen, I wanna, like, why would you I want to be like. I want to be like. I was no. I actually was sick. No, 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 no. I You were sick from drinking too much. He left me in a lurch like an hour before we were supposed to record, and I had to go searching for a replacement. I like. I, like, asked, like, three people who were, like, obviously all not available in short notice, and I was trying to record that evening, and I was like, okay, I'm going to ask Ross. It's going to be chaotic, but I'm just going to do it, and then hope that Ross, Ross was available because there was football that evening, but luckily for me, they were, and they were getting drunk the entire time we were recording, and we No, so, so the wedding, it was really cool. Um, Friday was traditional. So my, my cousin is Liberian. Her husband is Ghanaian. So Friday was a traditional wedding. And then Sunday was like the black and white church wedding. And I'm, I promise it wasn't just partying. Like I was actually like working and setting up. I got like four to five hours of sleep over the whole weekend, like from Saturday to like. Did you party though? Because I saw you on your sister's Insta story breaking the (laughs) moon. You can't even lie. Don't get me wrong, I was partying. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I was partying. But then I would wake up the next morning. I have heard stories. I have a Kenyan friend now. And she's been telling me stories about y'all on Spaces. Especially the Kiyuku man, which is what you're not one of. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not Kiyuku. No, but... I'd be running. But no, I I woke up at 7, set up the whole... I helped set up, like, the whole reception. So, like, I was still working. And then, after all that, I still had to drive us back home that night. So, it wasn't it wasn't just partying. It was working, too. I thought, so because we had postponed it by a day, I thought I'd be yeah. feeling better that day. day. And but two days. Two days. No. I was, no, I'm, te- it was bad. I took the day off that day too, so it was it wasn't. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I had a lot of fun. But anywho, now 
fast forward, Zanvort wasn't the best for us. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. And now we're at... Zanvort? It was better than Spa, which I just refused to. We can't even discuss because I didn't watch the race. So, like, after, oh, it was my birthday. Yeah. After the first lap, I turned it off. If we nah. were going to record, I would have... I would have watched the race because like Nicola reminded me when we were talking like later in the night I was like oh I haven't even watched it and she was like you're gonna have to watch it to record I was like oh fuck I totally forgot I have to watch these races now yeah but I remember I think we talked and you were out so it was like yeah I still haven't watched till the end and I always thought Lewis DNF out of that race until I did I went to it last year, and like we were talking about the race on the space, and then, and then I realized people kept saying, obviously, I realized that it was a stat that Crofty used to say that like we just had in DNS since 2018 Australia, and then I, Austria, sorry, and then I was like, wait, he DNS in 2019 Austria, Austria, German, Austria, Germany, and they were like, no, he had points in 2019 Germany. I'm like, how? How did he still end up with those points? Nah, that race is crazy. Anyway, did you make notes? I did. I did make notes. I made them throughout the week. Did you not notice? No, I don't get notes. Um, even though it wasn't F one related, a very very sad day and a sad thing happened. Everyone was very clearly mourning. It was very tough. It was a hard time for all of us. None other. It I'm was so the only person. No, something way more important than that. What happened? I'm joking. We're all in tears. The queen. What queen? She she left this world. Serena, Serena, Serena's fine. <laughs> She's chilling in New York. I'm so confused. What no? Oh yeah, no. I was certainly not laughing and dancing and sharing many, many memes with family and friends. Are we talking <laughs> about the colonizer who evaporated? Is this what we're discussing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yo, you know, Felix sent me a voice note, I'll forward it to you. And he was like, we have to do a segment on the queen evaporating. And I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, we're gonna. But I hadn't even... <laughs> Dude, my mom had to tell me, she's like, you can't keep laughing. Someone's dead. I'm like, I'm trying not to. <laughs> I saw this video of some girl they interviewed on CNN, like some British girl, who they were like, oh, how did you feel? I'm sure they were expecting, like, well, you know, heartbreak. So I was just like, well, you know, it's never nice when someone dies, but I don't really like the monarchy. And she was trying to hold, you could tell she was trying to hold her laughter because she was like this close to cracking. I was like, that's my sister. That's my white sister right there. That's my white sister right there. I don't know. Okay, this kind of ties into something I want to discuss personally on this episode. And I feel like this is going to be a really good transition. Okay, whatever. The queen died and people are like, oh, whatever, I get over it. No, like the queen under her reign Millions of people died fighting for their independence, which she refused yeah. to just be like, oh, this, there's an outing. No, bye. No colonies. She, under her reign, sent her people to fight. 
Africans and people from other territories and stop them from gaining independence. So, you know, fuck her. When apartheid South Africa began, she was in South Africa doing a speech. Burn in hell. My country gained independence like in 1960. She was like, she's been queen like a while. And like the time her dad died, literally at the time her father died, when she was like the princess, she was literally on a campaign tour to like dissuade people from fighting for their independence. That was literally the purpose of the trip was to like calm Commonwealth countries who were trying to gain independence. And like, okay, let's say that happened and everything. Since countries have gained their independence, obviously there's still countries that who aren't fully independent from like her, but like even after that, okay, all the stolen things, like all the artifacts, all the jewelry, all the like, all the diamonds, everything, like you could have returned that. People always say, oh, there's nothing you can do about like past. But the thing is, there's still remnants of colonialism and there are still ways to make reparations of colonialism. There are things she could have done. Sure, she's not the start, but also the finish didn't happen because she wanted it to happen. It happened because people were willing to put their lives on the line. And like colonialism is the reason why the image of our continent is so skewered. It's like so skewed, it's so skewed. And like why Western people always have shit to say about how like we be living in village houses and shit like that. Which ties into what Lewis stupidly said, and I'm so so pissed off at him. In fact, I'm so pissed off of him. I'm not even finding him hot anymore. That is how vexed I am at Lewis. Like I looked at a picture of him today. I was like, this is doing nothing for me. And I had to message the group chat like, girls, like I'm not feeling this man anymore. Like what is going on? Like I'm so actually so fucking furious. Like I just think Lewis as a individual like apologizes for so many of his errors. Like, even things that you they're not necessarily his fault. He has the vim and the energy to apologize for them when the white people are mad. But now, or when the Western people are mad, and you can't tell me he doesn't know because this man knows everything that happens on Twitter. He has his people, even if he's not there. So he knows the people that are mad. So even if we're a small contingency, we deserve an apology. And as long as I don't get one, me and him are not going to be fine. We're just not. And I know maybe just... I'm just a, like one person of a hundred million who love him and I probably don't matter. But I'm still I'm I'm still gonna be pissed off. I don't know. I mean like with Lewis, light skins always act up. We we know this. They they <laughs> no. act weird. No, biracial. <laughs> <laughs> and I I really do try. You know me. I always try and give people a little bit more grace. And often probably you're better than, than me, better person than me. And <laughs> I try, and maybe sometimes it's more than they deserve, but really in this, I don't know, it just All feels the time it's more than like, they deserve. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> in this case, I don't know, it just, it just feels like some, because it was, it was very specific. It was one or two lines that it just, it like, you know, better than this. Like, to pushing some of these more like stereotypical tropes like exactly like okay like i saw some people going oh i'm from there i know what he means and i'm like it's not bad i'm not saying there's no twig houses like i know he probably visited the twig houses 
We saw your pictures. There's no need to reiterate that notion that like you're fascinated by this like life that they live, that it's like a fascinating thing. Like there's no need to promote that ideology. It's if, not that he didn't anything, go there and those don't exist. But like with a platform like yours, you can't paint such images that like reinforce stereotypes that ignorant people have. For me, if anything, it just continues to show just how much even well-intentioned, and I mean, I guess it speaks to his white side, but also just especially with white people who would even know less about races, like just how monoculture it really is and like how even someone like him who should know better and we expect him to know better can just like be so off the mark because it's one thing to like be impressed there by yourself, but the way in which he spoke about it, like it just shows a, a, a very clear ignorance. From and I'm going to point out that this is one of those issues that not, that's not necessarily racial as well, though, because you will find Black Americans and obviously Black British people who are speaking the way Lewis is speaking. So this yeah. is more of like speaking a pl- from a place of like westernization. That's why I related yes. it to like colonialism exactly. and stuff. Exactly. Like westernization and ignorance and privilege as well, because... Privilege for sure. Been wealthy, and, like... and yeah, exactly. He he's been wealthy for so long that like he's forgotten certain things. And that's why like <laughs> when I was seeing them, I saw it and when and I first poverty, read it, I was a little bit annoyed. In the US, but I just in the chose UK to get over is it. not the same as poverty in Africa. Like it's not the same. Like even if okay, he's not coming from a wealthy background. Sure. But, it's but, then, not- but then, even his dad came from the Caribbean, right? So like like yeah, they're yeah. the Caribbean, like there there are certain things, poverty and like a certain like but he he would have never seen that type of culture, right? He only knows what it means to be black in Britain, right? And so understanding a certain type of culture that like has no ties, not I mean not no ties, but like really isn't as tied to the whiteness of Western Europe or America. Like it always, you always have a different appreciation and an understanding when you see that, right? Like if if I took somebody from the Caribbean and I brought them over to Africa, anywhere, right? And I took them to a poor village, their observation and their understanding of that situation, I feel like would have been very different because they can see some parallels. And I don't know, I feel like just like- no, no, Often no. The, culture, the just cultural how gap is not as big yes. as, 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 like, exactly. as it would be. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. Even and if we you brought also... Lewis's dad, I feel like the cultural... I also feel like like the more generations of Black people are born in Western areas, like the more dilution there is with like the original. Like And like I don't want to bring this up because I kind of like... A lot of people listening to podcasts really like... And I, I really... But this is another problem that Beyonce has, I feel like. There's a gap between what she's presenting as African culture to sell her music and what is actually African culture. Yes, but 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 even before we get that, like like I think on top of like with his dad and somebody from the Caribbean going over there, I think a lot of times the world doesn't understand just how much capital is sapped from predominantly black places and funneled to places where white people tend to have a majority or a a strong presence in, right? That's why like South Africa, right? Like because white people have such a strong presence there, like 
some places there can seem very like westernized right and other places right purely due to like colonialism imperialism and like the active and continuous like subjugation of those people whether it's monetary or what have you right like a lot of those resources get sapped so like the cultural differences happens just because like the socioeconomic levels can be very parallel and a lot of times it has nothing to do with the people themselves there and their ability but the literal like systems that work to keep them there and also sap from there any sort of potential growth um and so i think all of that and that's really kind of what speaks to the privilege that you were referencing there um so when i saw it i just i i chose to get over it immediately it annoyed me but i was like okay lewis again he's just he's just a black person from another country who this is his first time actually truly seeing this and he's been wealthy for so long that like he has this like fetishized fantasized world about like what these super rural places here which a lot of times tends to kind of be what they go like they won't just go into like more metropolises they really kind of go to like the more rural areas which there is a lot of culture and a lot of beauty there but like there is an understanding when you're seeing this to not look at the beauty in the struggle like narrative and just understanding that like and he hint he alluded to it almost in his post a little bit. He just didn't understand that's what he was doing when he was talking about people finding joy regardless of their state, right? Like the joy that they had wasn't because of something, but like from a true love of life, right? And if he had focused more on that instead of like these mud house and these toys and this and that and the other, and just looking at people who just have a real love of life, it would have been great, but that's not what he did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, but anyway, but, like, but still, that was like, fine. Obviously, I'll, you you got over it. My per, our personal, I'm still not over it. Like, <laughs> so, like, I just feel like, also maybe just for me, it feels so, it feels so like recent. I just go through like, like my entire time living in England, like I went through so many people like this, and like it just it hits very close. I mean, but you also tend to like, I mean, like, I I know you and like things, I know how you relate and of things are. So I understand why it's a little bit more sticky for you. But also for me, like early on with Lewis, when he was saying a lot of his political statements, I mean, if you want to call them political statements, more social, social statements, social commentary. Um, But like, I remember when he would get almost close to I realized he doesn't really say political statements and he says kind of the more obvious thing is just his platform and him being the only black person there. And so very early on, I understood that like what Lewis represents is, oh, is very milk toast, but it's exactly yeah, we, personally, like, right? But not yeah, in yeah. Lewis, yeah. Lewis is Lewis is not political. If you think Lewis is political, it's because you are just so backwards and so conservative. But Lewis, you're honestly, apolitical, is not, or like you're yeah. like not involved in like politics yeah. But then, and well. that's and that's purely out of privilege because you can be. You have the you're the, you have Lewis the means of your life is set up. Lewis is the definition of like a liberal, socially liberal, and that's about it. That's that's the definition of no Lewis is the definition of what liberalism is, right? Not yeah. like like some but like that is just what it is where you are like, very socially conscious. You want and all these things he doesn't speak a much. He speaks a lot about like issues of like social justice, which is like a platform, like the environment, right? That's all social justice and those are all very noble causes. But obviously you but gotta be because 
even economic downturn is because of racism but like i feel like people don't go beyond the stuff like there's a reason it gets to the point of the social stuff because yeah like everything affects every it's kind of like a cycle it's a little circle yeah and so when i was learning and really getting into lewis right I had to, because I, I started seeing something. Okay, like, wow, let me hear what he has to say politically. And I learned that there wasn't a lot of it. And I had to very quickly be like, you know what? I love Lewis because he's a truly, he's a, like, his per, his energy that he radiates is real positivity. He has a, a true charisma, right? Because, like, when I was looking at it, for him to not say, for him not to say a lot and to still get this amount of love, like, he has something that, like, the rest of us don't have right so i chose to accept him as he is and he's also just a truly beautiful person like in, inside out not just his physical but like and so i was like and he's the best from i mean but uh, he's also the best from one driver who's ever existed so like him being black and all of these so like i love him regardless and so that's why for me it was very easy to get over this because i understand okay, that like, a, he really doesn't have things, that like, like strength I can say I love you regardless. Like, there's things. Like, I don't get pissed off at everything. Like, I love you regardless. Like, there's things. For me, it's a lack of an apology. If he gave an apology, I would have, it would have still stung, but I would have, like, moved on. Like, I would have, like, That was a pointed part of what you started this with. I can convince myself that, like, it's okay. Like, he's sorry. Because he that's what you started this with. Him learn. Like, we've seen him learn. Lewis hasn't always been at this point in his life. We've seen him learn and grow, and I just wish this could be a thing that he could learn and grow, and like he could ask to be educated. You know, you're not expected to know everything off the bat. Like you're not expected to not put your foot in your mouth. But this is my problem with Lando Norris and Daniel Carter. They've done so many stupid stuff. They've not apologized for, and these are the things I criticize them for all the time. And I feel like I would be a hypocrite if I didn't mention it. Like. I'm not saying I want to doubt you, but I, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't mention it. But yes. Yeah, anyway, so moving on. To, to, yeah, to round it back, <laughs> like I think I had one like, statement to say. Me and Wasa did yes. like pre episode for 40 minutes. We're not, we're not <laughs> really, like, <moving laughs> yes, don't worry. Roy is here. What one last thing to say about the queen, which is kind of what set this off, was I saw a post from a really good account that I like, which was talking about how they were choosing to at least mourn the person the queen was because oftentimes it's really easy to kind of like be a terrible person, but like the the path back to redemption and like working and fixing it um, is always harder, right? And that's really like what you have to focus on. Not us, but the individual who, who messed up. And I think they use like a, a, a picture of like Nelson being instructed of all like the procedures and protocols he needs to do to address her. But when he actually saw her, he just, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time, blah, blah, blah. And it was very colloquial. And like the, and I was like, fine, cool, whatever. Like I understand the, the concept and the idea that like forgiveness and finding it and receiving it for other people is much harder. And I don't think it should be easy. But for me, and, and and if somebody else wants to view the queen that way, and I also saw another really good post about it, but like if somebody else wants to view the queen that way, fine. That's your prerogative. I'm not going to like soil it as long as you don't try and wash her. But like for me, the way I look at it is that like maybe she did get marginally better at the end of her life, but there's still so much more she could have done. Like, did she? Do we even know? I mean, because I feel like the I, I don't, she never, but that's what I'm she saying. Never said much. I'm, she never said much. I'm not, so I'm not saying. Yeah, people keep saying, I'm not saying you, people keep saying, oh, she's a good grandmother, she's a mother, whatever, that's nice. 
But we did the way the royal family set up means you can't judge them for any of those things because they're all hidden, they're all behind closed doors. I can only judge you based on your actions and what you have done for my ancestors and me, and I'm judging you based on that. Exactly. And so for me, I'm saying maybe she was doing things in the background that 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 have been maybe structurally helpful in some of these other places. I don't know what they are, so I can only judge from what I see. And even if we look at like the most surface blanket stuff, we can look at it from um um uh what is her face uh the newest royal that was kicked out Meghan markle right we can look at it from her but even look at the jewels that they've had they're just there's just so many there's so many places the the amount of trouble the, the the trouble and menace that she and her empire caused to the world i have not seen her come even close to do anything so for me i will dance and i will celebrate and I will laugh. And if somebody else wants to be sad, I'm not going to come in your face and, and laugh I will at it. Pop them but, bottles. but you're, but I'm damn sure not going to care and feel bad about it. And I don't feel bad about her dying. And I love those her getting like reincarnated. So you to know, Roy isn't feeling terrible about something and to criticize a dead person. They must be awful because <laughs> Roy is so nice. He can barely, he can barely criticize the living more like more. <laughs> For him to actually, you just know that person is dreadful. Anywho, so moving on to the other light. Did nothing light, else happen light. during the week. I mean, nothing really happened. I mean, Marco's begging back to begging Honda to to come back since the deal with <laughs> Portia left. I, I really enjoyed that Honda. No, I if they come back, I hope all the engines blow up. Like I'm so tired of them being so wishy washy. And then the other the other little bit of fun fun going on this week was I think they asked Lewis. Because I think there was some murmurs about Daniel Ricardo maybe becoming. I think it like yeah. ramped up a little bit more. Becoming, uh, and then when Lewis retires, become the driver. <laughs> and and Lewis was like, "Yeah, no, uh, I'm not leaving anytime soon." And then I think I think Lewis put out more statements later. And in my mind, I'm going to choose to believe it because he didn't want his previous statements about not quitting to be seen badly. And I think he said Daniel Ricardo is a talented driver and he deserves a seat somewhere. But like, let's be real. Lou is going to say that about any driver on the grid no, if they ask happen. a question. No, 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 no. I think this happened in the same press conference, actually. Like, I yeah. raised a question where he was like, um, if he was Daniel's manager, Daniel would have a seat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, fine. But again, Lewis is not ever going to say anything bad about any other driver. Lewis has take a lot that. of flaws. One of them is being friends with Daniel Ricciardo. Or, I don't know, friend adjacent. Whatever. He Will Buxton. No, I'm saying Daniel Ricardo worse than Will Buxton. Will Buxton is just ignorant and stupid. Daniel, he never said the N word. Even he's not that dumb. That's true, but I feel like that's because Daniel Ricardo is a a serial killer. I don't know. Do you know what Donna Kebab is? A serial killer? Do you know what Donna Kebab is? Do you like Donna? No, who is that? No, no. It's like a beef thing, kebab thing. The British people listening know what a Donna Kebab is. But it's like basically you go to a takeout after a night of clubbing, or sometimes not. You just go, you get donut, you get chips, you get cheese on it, ketchup, and you eat it. It's like beef, but like kind of like cut up in like long pieces. Kind of, it's super tasty, but it's like a food you buy. It's takeout food. It's fast food. Cheap, oily, greasy, tasty, amazing food. All of that, yeah. Will Buxton tweeted that he sometimes takes a little bit of his donut and freezes it. And then at a later date, uses it from the freezer and makes it with like pot noodles. I sort of just know how are you associating yourself with frozen donna? I'm not over this. And I that man is a serial killer. Like I just couldn't know. 
How you eat this Yeah, you don't food. save drunk food. You don't save drunk party food. Because it's literally drunk kind party of fast food. food. Fast food is not for... Fr- How can you even say fast food? Like, that shit, like, decomposes after, like, 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Can Anywho, well, a book's in... Yeah, Will Buxton is a character. Video of like Lewis looking at Will Buxton. Okay, but like I don't see Will Buxton in those videos, so I'm gonna choose to pretend. Anyways, so obviously Twitter is asking like, "Oh my God, Will Buxton's gonna see his trending and wonder why?" And Will Buxton was like liking the tweets about like the way Lewis looks at him. Ew. Ew. I know. I mean, for me, I love is the look Lewis gave the woman who was interviewing him at last year's Met Gala, like he was so intently listening. That's when I learned of Lewis's looks. I was like, this last year's Met Gala. Lewis looked at me, I feel like I couldn't maintain eye contact because like his looks are way too sensuous Mm -hmm. and they just be regular. Like his regular looks are sensuous. Like why, good sir, why? That Will Buxton one is extra. (laughs) Anywho, all right. So let's get into the actual... Race and before we get into the race, I'm gonna to choose to mention I'm qualifying. Sleepy, because... By the way, oh, I know. What so that's you? why that's why I'm moving us along. That's why I'm moving us along. So yeah, before this, we get this into is the a race, forty minute episode. Blame me, guys. It's already we're already like ten minutes to forty minutes. By the way, <laughs> I have a good internal clock, so I, I I know where we're at. Anywho, so in qualifying, not once but twice, Lewis was giving George the toe. And he still had a faster time than him. Once in Q2 and then eventually in Q3. So I just wanted to mention that. Shout out, Lewis, for continuously... I saw that. I had so many thoughts that now because I'm sleepy have left my brain, by the way. Like, I had <laughs> no, so many no, about this that's why you, that have left my that's brain. That's why you should write them down. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a wonderful skill that I've developed. No, but actually getting into the main race. Um, so what is your... Three word race review. We still do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know you forgot about that. I know you forgot about that. Um, watched on my phone. I can't remember last time I sat and watched a race on TV because I'm always busy on the weekends. So I'm like in the car on my way to a second destination or in a person's house hiding in the kitchen watching F1. It's disgusting. And this used to be worth it when Lewis was winning. Not yeah. as worth it now that he's on Mercedes. Is, I don't know. And even on top of that, I feel like if if we at least had won last year, I wouldn't. I, generally, I wouldn't care. I would. I wouldn't even give a damn. I was like, eh, whatever. We suck. I'm move on. I would. So, I say that, but I know I would still be pissed off. But at least I'd the consolation would wouldn't be, be like, at least this would be Verstappen's first title. It still is, but you know what I mean. I I watch practice sessions. I watch like qualifying sessions. And I'm just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. It's like, just like, anything. Even I'm not watching practice this year, just because I don't have the time. I, not I, I mean, I'll listen to it because I'm working from home. Anywho, do you have a three-word race review or no? Um, give me yours. Maybe it will inspire mine. <laughs> okay. So mine. I was debating on, on praising this Red Bull rocket ship. Nope. Or... I rejected it. Or just talking about Lewis Hamilton. And no, I'm going to give it great. through goes Lewis for his two pass, two car pass. That was nice. I enjoyed it. 
Drew goes so Lewis. Drew goes Lewis. There goes Lewis because, oh my God, because mine was going to be like that double overtake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll give another Let's one. Let's be honest. Um, what was the most exciting? What was, the, what was it? What ain't nothing else exciting about uh, this race? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Better than Spa. And I can explain myself True. in a minute, but not, I don't, no, maybe good. not the way you're thinking. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, do you, would you like to start from the bottom or from the top of the grid on this one? Bottom, so we can talk about my baby, the only legitimate FIA Dutch world Thank champion you. ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's the only, that's the only Dutchman I acknowledge. The only <laughs> Dutchman I acknowledge. Yeah, let's start okay. talking about William. I feel oh, like William. our episode name again this week, we've already done this. That has to be Latifi gotta go because <laughs> somehow he was like the talking point of the race, even though he didn't race. Oh, they were disrespecting him. They were violating him. is now 21st in a 20-man championship. And if you gave Hulkenberg one more race, one more yeah, race, he'd get it. would go down to 20 seconds. Like, they <laughs> were violating Latifi, bro. He was, like, the violations everywhere. They're like, wow. And it's got to like, be tough for Latifi knowing this guy only, only got one session. He only overtook Hulkenberg to be 20th in the 20, 20 driver championship like a couple of races ago, because for like almost yeah, half the season, Hulkenberg was 20th and he was 21st. It's pretty embarrassing. No, um, I think I saw some uh, on Twitter, I saw some pretty good tweets talking about how um, Nick DeVries is now showing that what Albin is doing to Latifi isn't all that. <laughs> and no, actually, no, no. I have always maintained that Latifi is so trash. Like, yeah, Albon shouldn't even be breathing the same as Latifi in the race. I, I really, personally, I really like Nick, Nick DeVries, especially after last year's like awards when he basically went to the old FIA president, not FIA, F1 president, FIA president. What's his name? Steph Domenicali, Stefano Domenicali, and basically was talking to Stefano and he was like, hey, yeah, a few years ago, I remember when I was karting, you called me stupid and you said, because I didn't know math, I would never amount to much in racing. And here I am, a Formula E world champion. Um, and he said that straight to Stefano's face and it was pretty, okay. it was pretty dope. But no, I think I really like Nick. And I think next year, absolutely, Latifi has to go. Like any argument that was made for him in the past was pretty much evaporated today and the only argument has always been money but at this point like this many drivers just come in and casually just wipe the floor with him it it's pretty embarrassing so um i think next year seeing a latifi uh albin not latifi albin uh a nick devries versus alex albin pairing i think that would be really cool um it would kind of be the way we saw with Haas, K-Mag versus Mick Schumacher at the start of the season. And again, what is going on with K-Mag? That man is fading. Like, am, am I missing something? Like, is, 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 like, what's going on with him? I don't it's understand. <laughs> but he does this every time. Doesn't he do this pretty much every season? Haas drivers always come out swinging. Him and Grosjean will come out swinging, like, the first, like, two, three races, and then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> by the end of the season, they didn't, they look like shelves, like, shelves of their firmer selves? I just think they have shitty, they have shitty drivers for their car, like, like... Mm, Schumacher is doing oh, okay. perfectly fine now. Perfectly K-Mag fine? Was, yeah, 
I mean, like, did you get the rumors that like um they were gonna replace um they were gonna replace focus um, love Schumacher with no I'm trying to think of the name they were trying to oh. replace Schumacher with Giovinazzi. And I literally see it. I was like, how have you guys managed to find a driver worse than Schumacher to be in that ass <laughs> I mean, they should replace K-Mag with Joe if, it, if they don't give it to anybody else. Because I don't know what's up with K-Mag. But, like, Mick Schumacher is not doing to K-Mag what K-Mag was doing to Mick Schumacher at the start of the season. And, oh, and it doesn't make any sense. It, it really doesn't. Because K-Mag was really coming swinging. Like, even his aggression, it seems like, has disappeared now. So, I don't know. Anyway, Mick Schumacher did well, um, or well enough. K-Mag was disappeared. Um, shout out to Nick DeVries again. Um, Aston Martin, they went out with a whimper. Uh, Vettel DNF'd, and I don't think I heard the announcers say all that much about it. He did? And yeah. That guy doesn't exist for me. Oh, DNF, that's what I'm telling okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I remember realizing he DNF'd when they were like, the only people out are four-time world champion Sebastian Vettel and two-time world champion Alonso. And I was thinking, hmm, when did Vettel DNF? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, before <laughs> that man I believe- should have retired. I told you he should have retired in Hungary. Since he announced his retirement in Hungary, He's literally been irrelevant. I was like, you could have just yeah. gone then. Like, but even then, out in the middle of the season. Even the last few races, they've made an attempt to at least, like, talk about him when his race wasn't going well, or like he's having a bad qualifying. But when he DNF, they barely even covered it. Um, and then all of a sudden, later, you're seeing, oh, Vettel is in the is is in the pit lane, um, which, funny enough, is kind of what they did with Lewis's race where. He would be he. I think he was stuck in like P sixteen, P fifteen for a while, and then I looked at the screen again, and I was like, "Oh, he's in P 12 Then I looked away, and then I think a whole bunch of like drivers pit, and again, he was all of a sudden he was in P eight, and I'm like, "Oh, okay," which was very reminiscent of Spain, if if I remember correctly. But we'll get to Mercedes soon enough. Um, and then there was Ocon once again. Ocon showing that he's the true Mister Consistency. Um, I think what was this the first weekend that Alonso had beat Ocon in, in in qualifying, or was it? Or has has Alonso been been beating him in, in qualifying? I couldn't remember, but Ocon's been doing really well. Beat him a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, but Ocon's been doing really well. So shout out Esty Bestie once again, proving that who needs a world a, a, a two time world champion who destroys every team he goes into. Um, Dude, which, yeah. I don't know how F1 drivers and F1 team principals are still fucking gambling on Alonso as a driver. Like, I really don't understand it. He's like, he's talented. Like, his wake, just look at what he's done to teams. Look at how the teams talk about him. Like, even if McLaren wanted him, they will never take him purely because of just how toxic he is. I Like, unless your team is good and is supplying him with everything he needs, he's just going to shit on you. And he's going to kill morale. There's no way the engineers, the mechanics, the entire team aren't just, like, drained and, and wondering why they're doing this every day with, with him. So, anywho, 
Um, AlphaTauri, I think they also kind of did all right. I'm not 100% sure what happened with Yuki in the race, but I think Gassy was kind of was 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 finished up at the points. I know uh, Nick DeVries was giving him a go a few times while Joe was also making his best attempts. Um, I think he uh, Nick DeVries did get a reprimand for for weaving. Um, I think mm-hmm. like dangerous driving, trying to block. But I feel Joe. like that's fine. Like it's your first race. Like, I don't. I, I don't mind. It was, he was trying to get his points, so I was like, as long as he doesn't lose them, like, because he's not. He doesn't have a race seat, so Joe does. Joe can. Joe can. Joe can be upset when one race, and he'll be okay. Um, but anywho, I feel like that's everyone getting to our top three. How do you feel about Ferrari? And did you say top three? Did you already yeah. go through everyone? You didn't say McLaren. You didn't. Oh, I totally forgot McLaren. You do love to take <laughs> a poo on on McLaren. That's the only team I forgot. Right? We talked about Aston. We talked about AlphaTauri. We talked about Haas, Williams. Did you talk about AlphaTauri. Yeah, very briefly. Just now, you're just not paying attention. <laughs> no, you're on that phone. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Off time. So, McLaren. No. Daniel Ricciardo was having a good race, though. He really was. If we're gonna, if we're gonna cover them, I just thought you would want to. My watch ancestors over. said no. I mean, yeah. I also no. saw a post about the. I also saw a post about the curse of winning, winning Monza, where Monza you win the one year, before, yeah. next year, um, you crash out. But he did crash really out. That used to happen when Lewis Hamilton was winning Monza. That's all I'm going to say. Preach. Talk about it. Talk uh, about it. When he's Talk to about Ferrari's asses. But yeah. And also, Talk Lando was unlucky because he was ahead of Sergio. And his team pit him, Lewis I think, the team. second. He was not unlucky. Yeah. He was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they pit him the second no, time around. No, no, no. Funniest part was when, like, um, they asked Ricardo to hold up Singy so that, like, Norris could sit back in front of him. And I was <laughs> like, yo, Ricardo's not even petty like me because the way I would just, I would just intentionally move the way Gadley moved for the stop in Qatar last year. I would empty the road, <laughs> pass, drive through, let me assist you. It's like I would do it right after giving him, like, a toe so that, like, he speed so he yeah, did more give him my toe. They're like, is he towing or is he racing? F1 drivers are not petty enough. They're not petty enough. (laughs) I feel like maybe that's why you're not an F1 driver, because you might be too petty. That's all a Ferrari in 2020, when the season hadn't even started and they fired him in high time. The way, like, that car is already slow, I will make it slower. That car is already a problem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Vettel could have been much more of an asshole that year. I would cause... That should be Ricardo this year, though. That should be Ricardo this year, though. Because Ricardo, they literally signed a contract, did not tell him, had him embarrassing himself on Twitter and Instagram, writing statements two weeks later. Even like the that day was embarrassing. That I would they didn't need to do that. They didn't need to do the interview. They didn't need to let him post Instagram. On Instagram, that was what was worse. Like, he made a whole post talking about, like, I got my girl back and I'm committed. And Kate, none of you out here come and step into this relationship. <laughs> and, and then, then like, the next week, I'm pregnant she drops you and says, I'm already booed up. Like, imagine, imagine just coming out and acting a fool like that. So, it, it, it I do feel a little we bit bad. Anyway, Lando, I mean, he had a good race. He's always, but he always races well. 
Um, he just got unlucky. He lost a place. Sergio Perez continues to be a bum. We'll talk about him in a moment. But yeah, I mean, Ricardo's having a good race till, you know, luck and luck caught up. Um, anyway, now we're back so to the top three. McLaren intentionally turned off his car. <laughs> Imagine. Top three. How do you feel about Ferrari? More Red Bull hating Perez or McLaren hating Ricardo. Which one's worse? Definitely Red Bull hating Perez. Marco consistently is openly racist about this man. And then calls him <laughs> slow. Marco. Marco's openly racist about everything. That's true. But like, I'm gonna give it to the racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. How would he as how do you feel about Ferrari in this race? Signs did well. And he and he made his and he made his places up quick. I feel like by lap ten he was already in like obviously no, that car was that seven. car was and then after that he was he was done he ran out of gas and Lewis did his slow and steady steady thing you know he just kind of came through I feel like um, it's just the characteristics of the car I would agree but it's also more or less Lewis and the one thing I will say and I know we're supposed to be talking about Ferrari but I think I'm going to talk about all three the top three teams kind of a little bit fluid mm. today but I, one thing I really like about Lewis and I've noticed it a lot more this season but especially these last few races is that like despite taking that like not wisest of moves in spa and kind of like effing himself um Lewis has been a lot more willing to make more risky plays to get himself into position and not bad risky, but like aggressive, like good aggressive risky. And I feel like, cause a lot of people last year, especially kept saying that Lewis doesn't know how to take these dives anymore. And he doesn't know how to take these chances anymore because he's been at the front so long and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I think especially what I've seen, at least from this season is that Lewis still has that, like when he sees that gap, you know, that overplayed Ayrton Senna, like quote, like when he sees it, like he's going to go for it. And so that's been something that's been really nice to see. And so um, hopefully when he gets his race win this year, like it's through a little bit of fighting and and, 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 and putting himself where he can. Um, but also, especially next year when, God willing, our car is faster, um, we know that like out of the gate, Lewis is not going to be like, hey, I'll wait till like mid-season or like near the end to be careful. But like right now, I got to get mine. So that's good. And also, I think um, the way George has been racing, which is fine. I mean, like, he's racing for himself, um, is also going to inform Lewis again, like, hey, I'm here for me. And then once after that, now we can get to the team. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then with Red Bull, Red Bull's a rocket ship. Um, it's not even a competition. Um, I think I was, again, on Twitter, and we're in these spaces, and I just kind of made an inquiry, and I was like, hey, um, back when Mercedes was in their dominance, was there ever a time where if Lewis was anywhere, qualified anywhere, whether in the top 10, that everyone assumed he was going to win? And the answer was obviously no, because Mercedes has always had, at the very least, even in the height of our dominance, has always had a second driver who can take it. So if Lewis qualifies too far out, it's not a guaranteed win. Lewis because his teammate, whether it was Rosberg or Bottas, like they also are competent enough to con- have those wins. 
And we're at the we're at this place where when it's Red Bull, if Max is like P12 up until like P10, when it, when race day comes, we expect him to win, and we expect Perez, even if he qualifies as on qualifies on pole or the first row, to still get beat by another five or ten seconds, as we saw um, in Spa. So it's very very interesting, um, but it just speaks to the dominance of the Red Bull car. Um, and yes, it is true. You can have a dominant car and be a great driver, except in Red Bull's case, they just have a great car. So, okay. So yeah, this was a better recovery drive than, um, than Spa for Verstappen. This is what I was thinking about. Cause that's why my race review thing was better than Spa. You know how everybody was like, this is better than Spa. Like, like, you know how after Spa people are like, oh my God, Spa is better than Brazil, like the recovery drive. Like, I really wanted us to record that weekend because I wanted to discuss that. But after Spa people were saying like that, yeah, that recovery drive from um, Max was better than Lewis's Interlagos one, which is obviously bullshit. Well, that Spa recovery drive was not even good as this one. Today, it's more or less fucking Interlagos that was just, oh. Legendary, because you nineteenth to fifth in that car, and this is low key better than Interagos. Like today's was just sweet. Like the car is not as good. Like the gap between him and like the slower cars is not that much. The overtaking's better. Like and obviously Monza's a more difficult track to overtake in than Interagos. Like yo, today was just sweet. Today was just sweet. Like a DNF or Verstappen would have made it better, but today was sweet. I mean, there's two drivers who I want to DNF a lot, but I'm gonna leave them nameless. One of them is super obvious, and the other one would just be Max. No, somebody else. Because you're still beefing with him over what he did to Elkhart. I mean, he Prez doesn't need to DNF. He's doing that. Like he him racing. Yeah, him racing is DNFing because you can't have a rocket ship like that and be that much of a bum. So, like he's bringing his legacy to be honest. He should have never gone to Red Bull because I feel like he really should. I mean, like, obviously, and even still, by the way, they kicked him out. He didn't have a choice. Yeah, but I mean, the only good thing about Perez is that he gets stat pads and he gets more trophies to show his children and maybe more money i'm sure he has like more cl- money like, to, I'm sure he has- to make her feel better for cheating but yes so um anywho what was your driver of the day what was who was excuse me carl davidson there's only two <laughs> you said what lewis was my lewis was my driver of, of the course day. Lewis is my like, driver. Like, I mean, the only reason I give it to Nick is because he came, he qualified well, and he raced well too. Like that first race, like it's like never ever raced in an F one car. Obviously, he's done practice sessions, like, but yeah. it's not the same thing. Exactly, and I think I would agree. I mean, he's also older. He's not a kid. He's not a kid like a lot of these other drivers who come in. So, like, I would hope he has adaptability unlike some of the others but yeah shout out to nick um i still give it to lewis um and then who is your bum of the day mm, my bum of the day is one second 
Butter? Oh my god, by the way, side note, we need to talk about Butter. He has been doing yeah. so badly. Like, yeah. like I don't okay, I don't even rate Joe as a driver. And Joe's been embarrassing him the last couple of races. I don't know how much has been him and how much has been the car because if he, he has had some technical issues too. Yeah. But the Alpha the Ferrari engine uh, a bitch, but yeah. Yeah. But no, um so Botas is your bum of the day? Mm-hmm. I'm giving it to Perez. I'm sorry. He gets it. He actually drove well today as well. Nah, P5? Yeah, but like he started like 11 or 12. Yeah, and Lewis started P19 with a slower car. Yeah, but you can't keep comparing nah. people to Lewis. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not calling them, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say he drove well. Okay. He's fighting Lando. He Lando would have beat him if not for bad strategy. No, that's not driving well. Signs beat him. <laughs> not you screaming. <laughs> Signs is a better driver, no? <laughs> yes, of course. That's like 30 minutes long. That's like Signs v. Perez, who's better. And that's like, I, that would actually be interesting. And um, like you can have one person, I can have the you could have Perez because you don't like him. I can have Sainz because I don't like him. And we have to yeah. do those sides and like bring fast, fast. Yeah, we, I, oh my God. we should yes. do it within this off period because there's like, what, three weeks till the next yeah. year? Write it down. Write it down. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. We can we can have, have a, we can have a mid-off. We're, yeah, yeah, we're going to call it mid-off. Uh, maybe that can be our first episode for video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Um, okay. So what is your race prediction for Singapore? Lewis win. Lewis win? <laughs> Fair enough. It's going to um, come true, you know. If it has amazing. to. Um, P2, P3, you don't care. Um, okay, Lewis. Norris. Oh, wow. Okay. You want, yeah. That's chaos. I want and 2017 level chaos. I'm here for that. I'm going to go with Lewis, Carlos, Charles. Red Bull engines finally catch up to them. Amen, amen. And you can't overtake a Singapore either, by the way. Exactly. So they're going to have to, we're going to have to figure it out. Like it has to be a chaotic up. race for this result to happen. Yeah. It's not like oh, overtaking. Yeah. But anyway, thank you so much, our gracious, gracious listeners, for tuning in with us. Reyna, you want to close this out? Mm. I'm making a I'm making the phone sound rule for you because you don't know how to focus. You 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 are terrible at multitasking. <laughs> I'm amazing at multitasking. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so Terrible. much, everyone, for joining us today. Sorry for the short episode. I'm just super sleepy, and I don't know when I'll have schedule in my week to do it. We love you. Bye, darling.